an offseason of a lot of questions ahead of the Bulls. We have free agents that we talk, that we need to talk about, our own free agents. Are we going to bring guys back? How are we going to fill the point guard position? What are we going to do, right? A lot of those questions face the Bulls. We're going to talk about some of those today. The Bulls all-access video and how uh, I wasn't left with the best feeling out of. We're going to do talk about all that, plus dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes. If you want to follow the show, you can do that at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. But let's go ahead and jump into the content today. So many Bulls fans watched the all-access video yesterday, and while it really reaffirmed why I like this group of guys so much. I love the guys. Like, and you know, when they talk about how they need to come together, how they have things left, how it sucked them being eliminated, and then, you know, even Zach Levine saying, if you don't feel a way about it, then you're you're in the wrong business. All that, all that stuff sounds good, right? Hearing AK once again talk about, oh, my biggest job is to make sure the people who come into the UCCWs and we need wins and Chicago deserves this, Chicago deserves that, Bulls fans deserve this, Bulls fans deserve that. Yes, we do. We understand that we do, and we know that you know that we do, but the fact of the matter is, right, right or wrong, you know, look at uh, not adding some pieces at the trade deadline, whatever it was, right, going into this offseason, this is the offseason where all that talk got to be followed up with action, right? I said it before, you got to show me. That's where we are right now with this Bulls team. You have to show me. You have to show all of us, right? Not me. I ain't nobody. You ain't got to show me nothing, but you got to show your fan base that your actions are going to match your words. You can talk all day about what this franchise, what this fan base deserves, what they all this stuff. But if it doesn't man, if it doesn't manifest on the court in W's in an improved product, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Right? And while watching the all access videos, I love that we have that type of access, that level of, you know, production and everything for the players and to get delivered that to the fans. I respect all of that immensely. I respect it. I respect hearing the players. I respect that. I respect AK getting in front of the camera and saying things, but I, I I wish it came with a little bit more action. I wish it came with a little bit more accountability. I wish it came with a little bit more transparency, right? And, you know, I, I, I that's just my own personal uh, feelings on it. And, you know, like I said, it was good to watch. I don't want to be the pessimistic Bulls fan. It was fun to watch. It was good to see. It did hype me up a little bit, but when it comes down to it, we got tough decisions to make this offseason. And AK, when you look at it, kind of the biggest decisions facing AK is, hey, can you motivate Portland, right, to, to come off that protection, whether that means giving you the New York pick so you, you can remove the protections from their pick so they can trade their pick and, you know, try to add to the team that way. One thing that we could hope, right, and AK it's really only so much in his control, but I tell you what, the day after the draft lottery goes down, AK needs to be on the phone with a few different things, right? And that's regardless of where the Bulls pick falls at, right? There's going to be a lot of teams looking around, trying to see what they can do. A lot of teams that maybe their lottery pick isn't going to be what they thought it was going to be. Can you entice them, right? I do expect AK and Eversley to be taking calls on DeMar DeRozan. Do I necessarily expect him to be moved? No, I'm not saying that. But when you look at maybe going after a player like Tyus Jones, when you look at, you know, going out maybe the Portland pick, a, a team that may very well want to be adding as much talent as possible to try to make another run for Dame. And the reason why I say even Tyus Jones, I know I've talked about Trey Jones, but Tyus Jones, are the Memphis Grizzlies at that point motivated to have, could they use another secondary scorer like DeMar DeRozan? Again, all pie-in-the-sky things, not necessarily things that I'm saying need to happen day one, but you got to look at how you improve this team drastically. You, you have to, right? And 
I hear all the stories. I hear all that. And like I said, it feels good. It, it, it sounds good, right? And it sounds effortless in a way, but you got to do it, right? You got to do it. And so when you look at that, the, 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 what you can do around the Portland pick, enough talk has been around that, like saying that they may be motivated to remove the protections in some type of way, maybe send the Bulls some compensation, some compensation to remove that. But also, Nikola Vucevic's free agency, right? Kobe White's free agency. Like, the, it's a possibility that you guys just get priced out of these players. And so things have to start coming into fruition, right? We know we can start signing our own players almost right after the finals end. We'll see what that ends up turning into if the Bulls even use that. The, the, the exceptions that are around the Lonzo Ball, the possibilities there, everything is there. But it's ultimately it's this, right? And I, I'm going to bring it all home with this, and then we'll get into the mailbag. It's just you, you say we deserve something, then give it to us. Don't tell us we deserve something, and then not do everything in your power to give it to us. I'll leave it at that. But let's go ahead and dive into the mailbag. We had a handful of voicemails today. We're going to get into this first voicemail. This one's from Michael Korn. Hey, hey, good morning, Hayes. This is Michael Korn. Hey, I wanted to thank you your kind words uh, a couple days ago uh, on your show about letting me down. But I wanted to uh, specifically say like where I feel I was really let down, like every other Bulls fan let down. For me, it's not so much the players. Uh, uh, yeah, the times it could have, you know, had more heart and passion. Um, but it's more the letdown, the coach sucks. I'm sorry, he could be a good person and everything. But the uh, the epitome of that was in the game they lost to end their season. Jimmy Butler destroying them right next to the basket. You gotta be, uh, you gotta like come up with some defense uh, to stop them when they're putting a bigger body on them. You gotta like, like that's just terrible coaching. But anyway, um, I'm sure everyone else has highlighted that. Uh, but as a coach, the, the uh, big letdown and front office. Man, their words are so empty. Uh, uh, it's hard to uh, trust and believe uh, uh, when uh, AK talks about uh, no move at the deadline because we were waiting for clarification. What the heck, man? That's just ridiculous. Um, you know, why could we see what's going on uh, as fans? Uh, you know, we, we had the clarity. How come they did not have the clarity? That's just uh, bollocks. Um, but instead of spending time criticizing the front office, I'm just thinking ahead. What the hell do they do? You know, not just like the money uh, constraints, but what happens if Booch walks? What happens if Kobe gets a much better offer that the Bulls would never be able to match? Uh, you know, teams are smart. If someone really wants Kobe White, they know how to outbid the Bulls. That's, you know, you and I could do that. Uh, you probably would do it better. But anyway, uh looking forward to uh some of your views on really what can the front office do thanks a lot Bye -bye. all right michael says the coaching listen you're preaching to the choir my brother yes billy donovan's coaching leaves much to be desired um and i think when you look at it yeah we know that he's not going anywhere just being realistic bulls fans we know this it sucks it is what it is and that's where we sit right now it just it is what it is right but, you know, how do we improve with the limitations that we have with money in the team? And AK has to get creative. I think some people forget when we signed Lonzo, when we signed DeMar, when we got Alice Caruso, that offseason, we technically had no cap space, and we made it happen. And that is why I talk about trading some of these players, right? It's not because I don't like the players. It's not because I don't like them as men. It's not because I don't think that they still have value or they're just terrible. Unlike some fans who just think 
oh, let's trade away somebody who's terrible and let's get something valuable. No, you have to give up something that still has value if you want something of value back. And so to improve this team, it is going to take making maneuvers. And so when you talk about like the Bulls getting priced out on Kobe White, that is an absolute possibility, right? That is an absolute possibility that he's not necessarily a poison pill candidate or anything like that, but a team could come and offer Kobe and then the Bulls have to evaluate like, hey, we want to bring Kobe back. This team just offered him damn near the max. That means we got to ship out Caruso. We got to ship out this just to be able to retain Kobe. And then we still have to find a way to improve and add talent to the team outside of that. This front office has their work cut out ahead of them. It's not going to be easy. It, it On paper, it could seem like it. Just putting it in a vacuum and saying, oh, you got to improve this, this, and this. It could seem a lot easier than what it's about to be for this team. But let's hope. AK decision not to make moves at the trade deadline, I'll give you that. If you feel like you had to give up too much to really not get as much back in value and you hurt yourself long term, I will give you that, right? I'll give you that. I'll give you that caveat. But now in the offseason, you got to get to work, brother. You got to get back to being creative like you told us you were before. You got to do those things. And we'll see if he's up to it. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Reginald. Hey, hey, this is Reginald from Columbus, Georgia. I was wondering, what do you think of the idea of trading Lonzo? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Ball and DJ Jane to go to state for Draymond Green. I know uh, I, we both know that uh, Lazo's not probably going to play again for the Bulls, at, at least not next year or maybe not even the year after that. So I was wondering, like, that's what, 20? Because Draymond's making, what, 25? And those two contracts alone would more or less equal that. Plus, uh, the Bulls need that leadership. They need that spark that you're not going to get um, tomorrow or Vooch or Zach. But uh, if they can't make that move happen, uh, do you think uh, Danilo Gallinari uh, exercised his option to go in free agency? And should the Bulls make like a three-year, $24 million offer for him? Uh, it helps with the three-point shooting, but it doesn't solve the problem with the rebounding. So I'm just wondering what your opinion on that would be. Trading Lonzo and DJJ for Dre. Um, listen, uh, it, listen. I'm not touching Dre's contract. Just personally, I don't think Dre's contract is going to be of value. And now, if he hits the free agent market, he's willing to sign for less, maybe. But I'll tell you this also, Reginald. I, n- I understand where you're getting at. Nobody is taking Lonzo Ball's contract right. Now. It's not happening. Nobody is trading for that contract. It, with the uncertainty around that surgery alone. Nobody is trading for Lonzo Ball. It does not matter what else. And if you do get a team that's willing to trade it, you're going to have to give up picks for that. And are you really willing to mortgage more of your future again to get out of Lonzo Ball's contract for another player in Draymond who's not going to be there long term, who has way more years behind them than what they do ahead of them? That I'm not to say that I, I understand the mindset behind it. I even understand the player that you're going after in Draymond. But it's just not realistic in the sense of what it would have to take to get facilitate a deal and are they even going to be interested in Lonzo Ball's contract? That's my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Shay. What's up, man? This is Shay. You know, I was thinking, with you, I know we're going to try to trade tomorrow. We might not. But if we do, would you ever consider bringing on OG and Anobi along with Fred Van Vliet? Now, look, I know 
OGN Nobi is not the star that Demar is, but at the end of the day, he's a guy that can play defense and he can shoot shoot the three. And I think he could be a nice compliment next to Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, and if he comes back, Nikola Vucevic, along with Fred VanVleet. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. DeMar for OG or Fred Van Vliet. First of all, you can't be both of them. DeMar's contract isn't that big. Uh, now, if you get into something like DeMar, uh, Caruso, and some something else, could you make it work? Potentially. But here's the thing that I always say with that. I do not think that the Toronto Raptors want uh, DeMar DeRozan back. I just don't. Now, if they can, if you can build a deal around uh, for OG and Anobi around DeMar DeRozan without giving up future draft picks, I'm okay, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested, and I think the Bulls would be interested. But you have to look at some situations. Like, here's the teams that I think could be interested for DeMar DeRozan. The Knicks, because they're always shopping for an additional star, they could be interested. The Tyus Jones for with the Memphis Grizzlies could be another one. It could take probably another pick as well. But, again, that is something that could potentially happen. You look at the Bucks. If Chris Middleton does end up leaving, that they could definitely be in the, in the market for adding DeMar DeRozan to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, you look at Dallas. They absolutely could be looking to add any talent possible around Luka Doncic. And then Orlando Magic, just because they they are trying to make a step forward, I think you, they're going to have another high pick, probably ours on top of whatever else. Um, but they could also be looking up to break some of the just the monotony of forwards that they have there. I think when I look at it, I think those are the teams that could potentially be interested in DeMar DeRozan this offseason. Now, it all boils down to how does the season end for those teams, in that some of the ones that are in the playoffs, right? And what else happens for them in free agency and the draft, things like that. But I look at those teams as probably being the ones that are interested. You can throw Portland's name in there as well if I didn't mention them. But I'm looking at those are probably the teams that are interested the most or would be potentially in DeMar DeRozan. Now, Toronto could be on the list, especially bringing in Ime Doka. If that ends up being who they sign to replace Nick Nurse, they could be looking to jumpstart that franchise and stay competitive as, as much as possible. So that could be another option for you. But I just, I, 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 I listen, here's the thing. To get back to your original question, if it's built around DeMar and o for OG, I like that. I do like it, but I just worry about what is it going to take to get it done and to bring it all home. Yeah, you guys can let me know what you think on that down below, as well as some of the other targets that I mentioned for DeRo DeMar DeRozan of teams that could be interested in DeMar when it comes down to it in this offseason, depending on how their season ends. All right, let's go ahead and get into this uh, next one. This one is actually a comment from Brandon L. Jett. I'll put it on the screen here. And uh, he says this, we keep hearing big three, big three, big three. That is incorrect. It's big four. Reason? Why I say big four is because Lonzo Ball's contract is still on the books and no team with half a brain will ever take on his contract. It sounded like AK would not explore the opportunity to get rid of his contract or wait for him to return until Lonzo's contract is off the books. AK is handcuffed on the moves he can make. Don't expect wholesale changes unless DeMar is traded. If DeMar is kept and Vooch resigns between Io, Kobe, Javante, DJJ, and Drummond, two of these players will return. I don't know which two players are, but I hope it's Kobe and Drummond, period. Um, Here's the thing. I like Kobe and Drummond if it is that. We already know that DJJ is opting in, so he's going to be here as well. Drummond could technically opt in as well, and then the Bulls are just hamstrung on bringing those players back. But here's what I'll say. The Bulls, absolutely, there is a world, and as so much as I don't want to admit that it's a possibility, there is a chance that the Bulls primarily run this back with a couple of veteran minimum signings, maybe using part of their mid-level exception, whatever the space is between that and the luxury tax, and that being it. I hate to admit that. I hate to say that. I hate to say that that's a, it does not feel right me saying that that's an opportunity and a chance to happen, but it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And so there is a chance that we bring most of the roster back, right? And as far as Lonzo Ball's contract, now when AK was asked about it, he did say, I'm not going to speak on that. Now, 
We could read into that that he's not going to. We could read into that that he will. He did also say that he does think Lonzo Ball will play basketball again, but that doesn't necessarily mean for the Chicago Bulls, right? And also, let's also keep in mind, there is the disabled player exception, which they're almost guaranteed to get, and you don't have to eliminate Lonzo Ball from your roster. He doesn't, you know, move on. The only thing with that is it keeps his full contract on the books, and then that puts the Bulls even closer to the luxury tax. So there's a lot of options at AK's disposal. And I want to make sure that I mention as well how creative AK got when he brought in DeMar, brought in Lonzo, right? Brought in uh, Alex Caruso. So there is some space for, for bigger changes by getting creative. But to do that, that means that you're going to have to send out some of the players that he mentioned. That means that Io may not come back. That means that Javante may not come back. But these are all people who are free agents and don't necessarily. Io, you can probably work a sign and trade for. Javante, uh, it depends. Now, if a, if, a, if a high-level team does want him and they don't have the cap space, it could be motivated for the Bulls to work out a sign and trade to, to help them facilitate that deal. So there are avenues, right? The Bulls, the way that the the, the free agency works in the NBA. You always have avenues and ways to improve your team. That is one of the good things about the NBA. You always have an ability to add talent to your team. They did not remove that. It can be penalized, right, via the luxury tax. It can be more difficult via working out signing trades instead of signing players outright. But there's always ways to improve your team. And so we'll see, man. I, here's what I'll say. It, it's going to take a focus, effort, and plan, a t- total plan from start to finish, meaning having Plans for the plans if things don't go right or like a Danilo Gallinari decides to sign with another team, you have to have those backup plans. And so I think we're going to have to see moves early for the Chicago Bulls. If they really hit that free agency market, that trade opening season early and start just making moves, making moves, making moves, they can get creative with it. But there is also that possibility that we are talking about a team that is ran back with adding a couple of veteran pieces at minimum deals and using part of your mid-level exception. And that, my friends, is being a Chicago Bulls fan. But that is it for today's episode, today's mailbag episode. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbags, like you heard on today's episode, the number to do, uh, do so is 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can this offseason, man. I love you guys, man. Go Bulls. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.